0: nursing review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication nursing review available in print web e-newsletter offering the latest news trends interviews and insights in nursing education subscribe to nursing review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link and now sit back relax and enjoy our latest nursing review podcast
1: I'm Nursing Review Editor Amy Larter, and I'm joined today by registered nurse, founder and editor of the Defining Nursing blog, Laurie Bikoff. Welcome, Laurie. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate you having me. Laurie is currently completing a transition to cardiology nursing program, after last year completing a transition to practice program within a Hunter New England local health district. She first appeared in the pages of Nursing Review back in 2012, when she was one of five nursing students accepted into the Australian College of Nursing's. Emerging Nurse Leader program. So Laurie, what first prompted um, you to want to be an early career leader in the profession? It really
2: started when I was in university. And my fellow students would often be complaining about situations. But I never saw many, if any, put up their hands to try and fix that problem. Now, I was always raised believing that your right to complain always comes with a responsibility to try and find a solution to that problem. So I was keen to actually speak up and get some solutions happening for these issues we were coming across rather than just sitting back and reading about it. I really wanted to make a difference for not just me and my students at that time, but the people that were going to come after us. So that really inspired me to start putting up my hands and taking on some leadership roles. But even then, I really probably didn't see myself as a leader. I just saw myself as someone who was willing to stand up and, and make, a, make a little difference. And so I had to challenge my definition of leadership. And I had a few good mentors who really made me see that leadership isn't about big brand, over-the-top gestures. It's about people who will make small actions every day and be willing to be that person who goes out on a limb just to make a bit of a difference.
1: Okay, and now you've represented ACN at a national level, presented at the ICN Congress last year, and will present the view of early career nurses at an ASQHC roundtable discussion on national safety and quality healthcare standards in November. Why is being involved in shaping the future of the nursing profession so important to you? Well,
2: I plan on being a nurse for hopefully 30, 40, 50 years to come. And so I want to have a say in what that profession is going to look like. If I'm going to be there working in it and caring for people um, within our healthcare system, I want to have some say in what that looks like. I don't want to be having to just work within a system that I'm not happy with or that I can see could be improved and not be able to make a difference for me. The policies and procedures and guidelines and legislations that are all being decided right now are going to affect my daily work life for the next few decades. So it's important to me that I can actually speak up as a frontline nurse and say, hold on, have you thought about this aspect? Or actually be consulted on things that will directly affect me as well as my
1: patients and my colleagues. And what unique qualities do you believe early career nurse leaders can bring to the table?
2: Nurses who are coming out of university now are actually older than previously. So an average age new graduate nurse would probably be around that 24, 25 year mark. So they often have experience outside of nursing that they bring to the table as well. They offer fresh ideas and an innovative way at looking at problems. It's just that looking at things from a different perspective angle which i think early career nurses can bring so rather than someone who has looked at the same problem for the last 10 years and not been able to find a solution well sometimes a fresh pair of eyes can make the difference there our generation has also um, embraced technology like never before and we are connected not only locally but nationally and internationally so we have access to people who may have had the same issues we have and have already found a solution that we could maybe suggest.
1: Okay, and so for nurses just starting out in their career, what's your advice for reaching leadership positions early on? I think
2: first and foremost, you just really need to find your own voice and don't be afraid to make it heard. But in saying that, tact and diplomacy uh, cannot be really overestimated in their value. I had a great mentor in my final year of university, Peter Sinclair, and he really taught me how to convey my message, but to change the tone and the language of my message depending on who the audience was. So it's really important to be aware of who you're speaking to and how you're speaking to them, but to keep that authentic message the same no matter who you are talking to. Mentors are brilliant. So definitely finding a mentor can help. And don't limit yourself just to the nursing profession, Um, business and HR, people, um, people who run their own private businesses, they have a lot of people skills and networking skills that you can find really useful. I think it's also important to be aware of the power followers have. So when you're first starting out, You need to just be careful of who you're going to pick to follow. Um, Derek Silvers has a TED Talk out and he says, the first follower transforms the lone nut into a leader. So that's the power that you have when you choose who you're going to follow. Um, Try and find feedback. People don't really like to hear negative feedback, but in order to grow and improve, you just can't keep Getting told that you're awesome, even if you are. There's always things that you can improve on. And just really do some values clarification exercises. So know what your core values are and how that's going to affect positions you apply for. I really think it's a good idea not to accept every offer that comes your way. You need to make sure the offers that come your way actually align with your values because they show your integrity and it's better sometimes to turn down opportunities that you're not going to be able to do well because of time or work constraints because you want to give 100% to opportunities that come your way. So it really is about quality rather than quantity.
1: So you've started your own blog now, Defining Nursing, and um, I've read that this was a platform to explore all aspects of nursing, what you've described as the wonderful as well as the not-so-great. How has this journey helped you define what nursing is to you?
2: Uh, It really just made me see that nursing is more than just a list of tasks.
1: Yet as a
2: profession, when we get asked, oh, what do you do as a nurse? That's often our fallback response is just reciting, oh, well, we give medications, we do observations. We don't actually go into the broader dynamic that is nursing in terms of educating, healing, caring, and so much more. And I think it's important because if we as a profession struggle to define what nursing is, then how can we expect the public to understand? So the blog really helped me connect with other nurses um, and some of those feelings that I was struggling with as a new nurse, I saw that even experienced nurses were having the same issues and that made me realise I wasn't alone and this was probably a normal part of nursing.
1: How has the creation and development of the blog assisted in developing your leadership skills?
2: really helped me to network and connect with people. So I've connected from nurses
1: overseas
2: to uh, students in Queensland and Melbourne and Tasmania and it's given me opportunities to connect and work with those nurses and those students. Importantly, it's given me somewhere where I can raise my own voice. So I can get my ideas out there, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, things I think we need to change, and then I can actually share that message. And I've had articles that have been picked up along those lines with um, the New South Wales Nurses and Midwifery Association, with the Krana Plus Association, and with the Australian College of Nursing publications as well.
1: Excellent, so you've already achieved so much in your career thus far, where do you hope to be in five years time?
2: Like you said, it's that I'm actually working in cardiology at the moment, so I'm hoping in a few years time I'll have finished a masters in critical care and hopefully be working in some type of educational aspect within clinical cardiology nursing. So hopefully as either a clinical nurse specialist or a clinical nurse educator down the line. And just hopefully we'll finish my honours project next year so I may even look into a PhD a few years after that.
1: Excellent. Well, that's all we have time for today, Laurie. Thank you so much for speaking with Nursing Review. No worries. Thanks for having me, Amy
0: nursing review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication nursing review available in print web e-newsletter offering the latest news trends interviews and insights in nursing education subscribe to nursing review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link